Hey guys, it's Taylor Marie Wagner, and you're listening to Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. Get ready for a good time. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. Please like us on Facebook, where you can click the anchor link to leave us a voicemail. You can follow us on Twitter at StayTunedTNH. You can even email the show at StayTunedTNH at gmail.com. You can find our merchandise at tchip.com and by searching Stay Tuned. A big thank you to Jesus Perez for helping to set that up for us. And if you need any artistic help, you can look him up on Facebook at Ace in the Hole Signs and Graphics or Dirty Baby Original. And his website is aceintheholesigns.com. We are available on all major podcast platforms, including Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. So please make sure to share, subscribe, rate, and review. We appreciate your support. Now, let's get into the show. No, folks, that is not our new theme music coming into the podcast. <laughs> that would be, cool. be kind of cool, wouldn't it? Yeah. So, if anybody remembers this, it was the 80s. Yes, it was. And, um, I think even at the don't they even say it at the end of the theme? Don't they even say who all the people were in it and stuff like that? I think I they think do. I think they do, yeah. but um, yeah, I don't have that particular uh, part queued up, but uh, right. yeah, it's, uh, I mean, Mr. T, obviously, was the big one. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, do you remember the other names of the folks? Oh, boy. No, I, I don't without looking it up. Wasn't one of them, like, Gunner or something like that, or um, didn't it have something to do with the, with, the, with the gun name or something like that? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know, but uh, but uh, the reason why we have that in the background is uh, well, what is it? March eighth, March eighth yep. of nineteen eighty seven. Uh, that was the last day that that show aired on TV. And was that? A, I wonder if that was a Friday because if I remember correctly, or no, I'm thinking the eighteen was airing on Tuesdays if I remember correctly. I don't know why uh, I want to say Tuesday. The- I can kind of pull it up in the calendar here real quick. So yeah. Let's jump back to 1987. Um, get in my time machine here real quick. <laughs> March 8th, 1987 was actually a Sunday. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, wow. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah, that was... Uh, uh, Wow, when that show was on, man, that was that was kind of like the big show of the uh, the area, the time. You know, we talked yeah. about that in the past, where that show, Airwolf, and all those other shows during that time were kind of making it big. I guess anything that involved like military or ex-military or you know something like that just seemed like it was a big deal back in the day. Absolutely, yeah. Um, so yeah, so here here's the cast here. Um, so Mr. T obviously was B. A. Baracus. Yes. And then uh, Dirk Benedict was Templeton Peck. Okay. Uh, Dwight Schultz. He was the um, crazy guy. Yes. Uh, Murdoch. 
yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Um, why can't I pull it up here? I don't know. Um, but yeah, um, it's only showing me their first names and stuff for some reason. I don't know. I'm trying to uh-huh. get into it a different way here. But yeah, I don't remember all the characters per se. Um, yeah. So yeah, uh, Schultz was a uh, Captain Howling Mad Murdoch. Okay. And um, then you had George Peppard, Peppard. I'm not sure how you okay. say his name exactly. Peppard. That sounds about right. Pe- yeah, Peppard. And um, he was Colonel John Hannibal Smith. He was the one that always had the cigar. Yeah. Yeah. Remember him? Oh yeah. And then um, yeah, he's the one that goes. Um, I love it when a plan comes together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, kind of like uh, what was that famous movie or quote from a movie where I I love this smell of napalm in the morning. Or <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um. Yeah, there was another girl here, and I, I think she was kind of like the only girl on the on the show. And yeah. Until she was really, uh, Amy Allen, 24 episodes. So, um, But that only shows 1983, so I wonder if she was just in that first kind of season and then, then petered out. That's a good question. Um, Melinda Kalea was her name. Okay. And then, of course, there was the uh, the reboot, right? When um, yeah. Bradley Cooper. And, um, I'm trying to remember who played um, Mr. T's role. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Was that um, it? Was wasn't a UFC fighter for some reason? I'm thinking it was. You know what? I didn't even watch that. To be honest with you. Um. Darn it! Wish I could remember who that was. Could have swore. It was a, a a UFC guy. Like, okay, but I'll, I'll try to look into that. Well, uh, but yeah, A Team. I mean, that was a that was a fun show. I remember the black and red van. <laughs> yep, that was uh, you know great back, back in the day oh, when yeah. vans were the big deal. You know, R- Rampage Jackson, Quentin Rampage Jackson. That's who, that's who played uh, the Mister T role in that. Oh, movie. okay, and uh, Liam Neeson. Was the one that played uh, Hannibal? I can uh, see that. I can actually see yeah, that. Yep, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Huh. No, so, and I never watched it. I never watched the movie, so I don't know. Okay, um, yeah, I didn't I, either. I watched the TV show plenty of times, but now I wonder, like, how many people from that TV show are still around today? I always um, wonder that. Like, what are they doing today? I know Mister yeah. T's around. Yeah, Mister um, T. He's sixty-eight. Is he only sixty-eight? Um, Seriously? Yep. Yeah. Wow! Yep. For some reason, I thought he was older. And uh, uh, Dirk Benedict is uh, seventy-six. Okay, He's still living. All right. Uh, Dwight Schultz is seventy-three. Um, I know George the guy. Peppard, yeah, I know. I think he's not around anymore. He, he died in ninety-four. Yeah, wow! He died in ninety-four. He only died seven years and, after the A Team. Yeah, he was only but, sixty-five. He was only sixty-five okay. when he died. And, um, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I can't believe that, honestly. Um, hmm. he was always the one that looked a little bit older, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he definitely was older. 
probably the oldest yeah. of the group. So, but I guess the and, story with the A team is that, you know they were in Vietnam and uh, and they formed a, a team. In fact, I think they were always being hunted because they left Vietnam um, and they escaped, you know, the war. And and I yeah. guess they were always being hunted by the uh, the MPs and uh, they were always being chased at some point in the time, you know, when they were mm-hmm. <laughs> doing their TV show. And, uh, but, but their goal was to always help people that needed, um, kind of like that muscle, you know, because right. they were yeah. being bullied, I guess you can say. Yeah. So. Yeah. In the, in the description here, it says that they're, uh, former members of a fictitious United States army special forces unit. Yeah. Um, after being court, court martialed for a crime they didn't commit, they escaped from military prison and while on the run were worked as soldiers of fortune. That's right. So. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, so that was an interesting mm-hmm. film uh, or interesting movie. I, I didn't see the film. I, I don't. I think I'd like to give it a chance. Um, yeah. Before it gets before it gets too old and I'm not interested anymore because I think <laughs> the movie was released in 2010. Okay. So you know how that works sometimes when the movies start getting a little bit older and you haven't seen them yet, and then you, you go back and you try lo- to watch them. Yeah. It it loses that. It, Luster, yeah. I guess you can say. Yeah, and I, well, I think we were talking about this before too, with just certain movies. Like you try to go back and watch them, and the graphics are just terrible. Yeah, like we were talking about Ghostbusters the other way, and it's just like, oh, it's so hard to watch. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, but you know, and and I think the shows that do hold up well, if you really think about it, uh, are the the shows that are designed to be set in an era before they before they did the show you know so like any show that people do like um like all the old war show movies and such you can usually go back yeah um, not not hogan's heroes um uh, mash yeah yeah those are the shows you can kind of watch anytime because it kind of they're they're dressed and and they're supposed to be from that era supposed to be in that area it's not supposed to be something modern at that time and all of a sudden 20 years later it's not modern yeah it's not like watching three's company and then watching it today it's like oh yeah exactly yep Um, did you also notice too um like when you watch the older tv shows and think about this mm -hmm. because you're in your 40s now i'm in my 40s um, do you ever watch those older TV shows and, and you see the folks back in the seventies, for example, and they're like, and you look at them and they're like so old looking, mm-hmm. but then they reveal their age for how old they were in that TV show. And they're like our age yep. now. Um, yeah. I think, um, I don't know, maybe it's just us, Troy. We're just amazingly, you know, good looking, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> But no. but did you notice like people seem to age different from decade to Ab- decade? Yeah, absolutely, certainly. And um it's funny too because um you know, as as a wrestling fan, I look back and um um some of those guys that were in the late 80s, early 90s and stuff like that, like yeah. they were looked like they were at the end of their career and they could barely hang anymore. You know, and they're in their early to mid 30s that type of thing. <laughs> yeah. And now that it's wrestling right now that are in their mid 40s and 50s wrestling i know i know and they're an amazing they're probably in way better shape than half the wrestlers back in the 80s you know yeah yeah without having to do anything to uh 
to, to enhance it, right? Yeah, that's funny so. because now, now that you say that, I'm thinking – I remember because I, I was a huge wrestling fan uh, when I was much younger, back in mm-hmm. the day when Hulk Hogan – was the big deal and uh, right. all those guys, uh, but Andre, yeah. Um, but you look at someone like Hulk Hogan, who was considered like the specimen when it came mm-hmm. to like bodybuilding, and and you look at him, you look at those old clips. He really, in in today's standards, he isn't in the best of shape, right? You know, yeah. I mean, he's he's, he's big. Yeah, that's all it is. He's he's strong. He's, he's big. Right. But he wasn't like uh, the bodybuilders that you see today. He wasn't really like defined and stuff like mm-hmm. that, right? Like, yeah, like he he was huge just every like. I mean, that's he was always famous for saying his his arms were twenty four inch pythons, whatever. That <laughs> yeah, thing, you know? yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah, but there, I mean, yeah, they were huge arms, but there really wasn't too much. There wasn't, yeah, to them. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of interesting. I, I'm trying to think of who. Who was really defined back in that day where you're like, oh my gosh, that guy is a freak. And I'm thinking the uh, ultimate warrior. Yeah, in wrestling you're talking yeah. about? Or you just talking yeah, about I was thinking wrestling or anybody in general back in the day. Obviously yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, Schwarzenegger. Warrior, warrior was definitely defined. and um, But that he, he came from a bodybuilding background. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, guys like that. You know who else I thought we really had a good definition uh, was uh, Ravishing Rick Rude. Oh, okay. I do remember that guy. Yeah, I, I always thought he was very well defined and put together. Um, yeah. But yeah, so yeah, definitely. You know, as as times and as time goes on, different perspectives of the way things look definitely change because you know, like we were just saying, not only the people who were younger than us where we are right now look older than us. Yeah. But, but even body shapes and body sizes and, and you know, what's considered acceptable changes. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's, that's in the male, uh, genre and also in the female genre. You yeah. Know, and, you know, look at the, the ladies in the bathing suits back in the twenties, you know what I mean? They were, you know, yeah. their bathing suits covered all their bodies and whatever. And then it started getting riskier as 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 time went on. Yeah, and, could and you imagine? Yeah, I mean, think about that. We we interviewed uh, Colleen, um, mm-hmm. you know, who's very much into bodybuilding and such. Uh, could you imagine like throwing her back into the seventies and and yeah. and see how she would fit in? You know, she would obviously Absolutely. be like, oh, oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, you that know? would definitely be out of her comfort zone for sure. Yeah. Yeah, because back then, you know, the beach bodies that people considered that disgusting. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. You're, um, right, you're right. So, yeah, it's just amazing how times have changed. You know, in fact, uh, um, yeah. I was just going to say, gonna even say, after. Times, time, yeah, go ahead, Troy. Times have, times have changed, and um, we lost uh, another boxing great yesterday. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, Marvelous Marvin Hagler. How old was he when he passed? Sixty-six. Okay. Sixty-six. Wow. Yeah. You know what though? The boxing world, people. I mean, jeez, they they get beat up so bad that they do die early. I mean, you know, just unfortunate. But yeah, I don't know. Um, I I really didn't look into it too much. And and you know, I've discussed we're not really really huge boxing followers, right? Um, But. it does say he died unexpectedly. 
So he wasn't he didn't okay. have anything lingering that we know of. Um, but yeah, only 66 years old. And uh, hmm. uh, what a cool nickname, though. Marvelous, marvelous. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I know. That was, that was, I forget what they called. What do they call that when you, you put uh, words to this? When we put words together, when they had the same first letters, you know yeah, I, mean? like, I know what uh, you mean. Um, I'm yeah. not, I'm not quite sure what it's called. But, but anyway, that that was like that, I remember. That was one of the first ones I remember being like that. Like yeah. marvelous, marvel, marvelous, I mean? like marvel. Hammer and Hank Aaron. You know <laughs> yeah, mean? yeah, that's right. Yeah, they don't have that today, do they? As much is that what it's called? Alliteration. I think it might be. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Um, but uh, yeah, because I remember, I think. Um, Vince McMahon of the WWE, speaking of wrestling again, I think he's really big with a lot of that, like Summer Slam and Survivor Oh, Series. yeah. Like... <laughs> How would you like that as your full-time um, job, Troy, where you just had to come up with these little clicky names? Did, did you and I talk about this before with Mitch Hedberg? Have you ever listened to Mitch Hedberg? I have. I have. Uh, amazing comedian. About, oh, my gosh. So good. I and he's no longer about. around, is he? No, he died pretty shortly after his career got started. He was really, really He was hilarious. Drums. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. But he, he has a joke about uh, coming up with names for appliances. Yeah. He's like, he just like, whatever that thing does, just put ER at the end. <laughs> <laughs> What's this thing that makes things fresh? It's a fresher. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, he was, he was great. Um, yeah, I mean... Uh, folks like Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and I mean, think think about that. You know, where we don't have that kind of defined def- definition today. It's almost, and, and not only that, but we got to be careful of how we name yeah. ourselves. You know, it's we're yeah. you know the sensitivity that's going on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you found that out firsthand, <laughs> and yeah. you didn't even do anything. You didn't even do anything negative, other than. Um, I asked a question as to why a store's closed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You asked, yeah, like a a, a famous chain store. Um, in fact, a famous coffee chain store uh, was closed yeah. when it shouldn't be, and all you did was post something in the uh, in the uh, forum there, and and yeah. man, and did you get a lot of responses? Eighty-seven comments later, I still don't know if we have the total answer. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, and, and that just kind of reminds me, you know, that people, why are people responding to that? Like, I, I, I don't know. I mean, why, why even have an opinion? In fact, Troy, if you can, without, I mean, obviously, unless you want to say the name, but without saying the name, why don't you just read exactly what you put? Because I, I'm curious. Well, I, I, yeah, I mean, I'll say. I mean, it's, I don't know if it matters or not, but it was Starbucks. But I, all I wrote was in a in a group for for our Lebanon area, you know, where we live. Yeah. And I said, does anyone have any idea why Starbucks seems to either close early or just be closed in general? And it just started a storm. Like, I mean, like, <laughs> all I'm asking is if anybody knows why. That was all. Uh-huh. I, I wasn't asking what if I, you know if anybody has a recipe I could use because I don't know how to make a certain thing. Or yeah. does anybody like Starbucks? Because I don't. Or you know, like, no, like, and all of a sudden, I'm getting everybody's opinion. <laughs> I know, and and boy, does that not define what today is like? You know, because uh, yeah. what you said, like you just read it, and I'm not hearing anything offensive. 
All you're asking yeah. is why a specific store is closed at this time of day, and right. uh, and now all of a sudden you're getting all these people. And boy, <laughs> I I think people just want to hear their voices, or or they want to be seen and heard, and yeah, and boy, and you know, we we provide this forum called social media. And and people go on this rant, and it's really all about they want to be noticed. Notice me, you know. Yeah. And uh, what I'd like to do is I'd like to follow them around in real life, and just I want to see what they do for a living to where they feel like they have to be noticed the way they have to be noticed. You know, that would be interesting. Yeah, I think so. I mean, it would probably I might have to break out the old bulletproof vest, but. You know, um, I would definitely be up for following them around because what are they up to that they have to, like, even comment to you like that? I, I don't know, but sometimes don't you just wish you could get back to simpler times, you know? Oh, yeah. Well, you yeah. Know, simpler times, like like when Gilligan's Island was on, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, and not only that, I mean, it kind of reminds me, and, you know, and and trust me, I mean, you can you can make it look wrong and you can make, you can twist things I can go to anybody's post and I can probably go to anybody's show, TV show or whatever it is and I can find something offensive if I really dig. Sure, absolutely. You can, you can find something offensive that I probably post or, or I, we've mm-hmm. probably talked about if you really want to dig. Um, and, uh, and yeah, we need to stop. We need to stop going down this road because you're, what you're causing is people, number one, afraid to even talk. And people that aren't really meaning any harm are receiving harm, if Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. You know, they're losing their job. You know, um, it just reminds me of the one guy for the New York Times, I think it was. You know, he worked for the New York Times for like over 50 years, I think. And all Mm -hmm. he did was he repeated back what a person was saying to him during an interview. And what the person was saying to him in the interview was was like a racial comment. And all he was doing was yeah. repeating it because he was just getting clarification on what this guy said. And right. uh, and somebody took it to another level. And this guy who worked for over 50 years lost his job. Unbelievable. You know, and uh, and it's that's that's the kind of rabbit hole we're going down because right now there's a lot of folks that are kind of like you know they're they're laughing and they're licking their chops because they're getting people um fired and or they're they're getting whatever agenda they're pushing they're getting it noticed but they don't Mm -hmm. realize it it does come full 360 at some time or a full 180 however you want to call it and eventually it will come back to you where oh my gosh now it's me saying something offensive, but I didn't really mean it. Right. You know, uh, it's just it's just so Ugh. stupid. Um, there was something on Facebook uh, recently um, or it was a story. It was a news story where these teachers were doing like a. Um, oh, what was it called? They were ca- they were doing. Scrabble. Yeah. They're human. Yeah. Human Scrabble. It was called. And uh, and they were looking for the words to spell raccoons. But at that point in time, all they had was the word coons. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden, that made them racist. Mm-hmm. And uh, and they, I mean, I, I would hope that they didn't mean it that way, especially being teachers. A Christian school. Yeah. Yeah, a Christian school. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure what they did wasn't meant to be racial. And I'll be honest with you, if 
Oh, there's probably a lot of schools where they would have fired those teachers. Yeah. You know, but luckily they had a, a supporting principal and, and a supporting school that that defended them. And I'm glad they did because they didn't yeah. mean any harm by what they did. Yeah, because here's the thing. Like, I mean, obviously, um, coons can be a racial thing. It can yeah. be. Oh, yeah. Using it that way. But it also can be a, a, a short way to describe a raccoon. Mm -hmm. like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, hey, like, I've heard plenty of people say that. Did you ever see the movie Forrest Gump? Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and Forrest Gump said, "Oh, well, my mom. When there's coons on our porch, she chases them off with a broom." Yeah, they called raccoons coons. That's what they mm -hmm. called them. You know what I mean? Like it's not you're you're <laughs> digging way too deep into this. Yeah. So if we put the shoe on the other foot, would white people be offended then if somebody had the word crackers on their Scrabble game? Hey, um, Cracker Barrel. Right. You know. I mean, <laughs> I mean, and that's the thing, and that's the that's that dangerous tunnel it's that we're going context, down, right? Yeah, it is. It really is, and and I just don't. I don't know when, especially when people start defacing uh, older things um, because of something that was said. I mean, that was the era. People don't understand yeah. that things of that era were were looked at differently. I mean, you know, look at look at the uh, the thing that you describe a cigarette in in uh, the UK. You know, uh, mm -hmm. you know that that could obviously be taken offensively. Uh, Absolutely. You know, and uh, just a lot of different things. I mean, I was driving down uh, in our area here in uh, Lebanon County. I'm driving down 22, and uh, and it really caught my eye, and and it shouldn't have caught my eye, but. Um, I was coming at the crossroads and the sign said Coons Creek, mm. Coons Creek road. And I'm thinking, yeah. why is that even catching my eye right now? It's because of everybody being offended by everything, you yeah. know, and the sensitivity. I mean, That's I don't cool. know. Uh, it's it's going to catch point. I never thought of that, but I, I know exactly the road you're talking about. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, could you imagine? I mean, I could, if I would have brought that up on, on, um, <laughs> Facebook or something. I, as I'm driving down 22, I'm coming across Coons Creek Road, and uh, wow, you know, people are going to be like, "Oh, you're, you know, whoever did that road must be racist, or everybody that lives on that road is racist." Uh, I yep. mean, you know, it's just uh, people. I don't want to say the word stupid, but man, uh, there are some there are some people that are just not <laughs> thinking in the right direction because. Uh, what you're doing is you're creating such a sensitive environment where now everybody's got to watch every single word they say um, for mm -hmm. the sake of their job, for the sake of their livelihoods, um, you know. And and I see like a lot of folks in the um, in the in the um, entertainment industry, you know, the the movie stars, TV stars, they're defending this. Yep. You know, right. and uh, and I and I promise you, if I dig a little bit, I could probably find something offensive in their history that, Absolutely. you know what? Um, and then based on their history, because other people have lost their jobs in the past based on their history, um, you know, couldn't it be the same with uh, the, the movie stars? Sure. You know, the Eddie Murphys of the world, for example. Absolutely. Yeah, there you go. You yeah. know, <laughs> um, we can easily dig into his past and find some offensive things that he has said. Um, mm -hmm. But but we're not because it's just to me, it's stupid. Absolutely. I mean, that's 
like I, I don't know. I just keep coming back to context. You just gotta take it all for context. Like, I mean, really, that's what it is. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's frustrating. It is frustrating, um, and uh, and you're now now all of a sudden you're looped into it. Now you're you're a Starbucks hater, Troy. I guess I am. <laughs> Uh, so if anybody out there is uh, listening from Starbucks, uh, you know, if you want to sponsor our show, let us know. <laughs> yeah. If you're interested in any, uh, yeah, if you want to promote or uh, sponsor, you know, we're free. We can talk. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk business. No yeah. problem. Yeah. I mean, I mean, maybe, maybe uh, you can get me back in your good graces. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and and by the way, I've never had a sip or a drink of any coffee ever in my life, so um, never. never, never ever wow. even tried it. And uh, wow, yeah, so it's kind of interesting to me to find like people who are so addicted to having to go to Starbucks or having to get that coffee mm-hmm. every single morning. Uh, it's just kind of it's kind of funny to see that. Some people literally need it to get them going. Oh yeah, it is an addiction. Yeah. You know, you can define that as an addiction. Absolutely. You know, it's one day it'll be a diagnosable condition. I don't know what it'll Absolutely. be called. You know, at one yeah. I can see it honestly. You know, Starbucks. Prob- <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> oh my, coffee bean. Yeah, coffee bean syndrome. <laughs> CBS. <laughs> uh, yeah, Troy, do you have CBS? Not to be confused with the uh, the television network. Yeah, and you know what? That's kind of um, a funny lead-in because uh, if I remember correctly, I almost think Gilligan's Island was CBS. Is there any way that you can find that out? I'll, I'll look that up. Well, let's listen to a little bit of it first. Yeah, definitely. Just sit right back and you'll hear a tale, a tale of a fateful trip That started from this topic for the boy this tiny ship Yes, it was CBS. Um, ah. It was CBS. Um, original network CBS. It was black and white for 64 and 65. And then in six, from 65 to 67, wow. it went to color. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it was even produced by CBS. It was on the network CBS. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and the reason but why the we're reason playing this music, that, yeah, is uh, because uh, this week was a birthday of one of the uh, cast members who is no longer with us but he would be 100 years old today and that's uh alan hale who played the skipper of gilligan's island and uh, as i was looking up his information so we could talk a little bit about him did you know what his actual character's name was on the show wasn't the skipper what was it it was captain jonas grumby really (laughs) yeah (laughs) you know but obviously nobody ever called him that right no Uh, yeah could you imagine hey jonas come over here captain jonas grumby why would he even quite yeah go ahead well i don't know but i mean he's got quite uh you know a lot of other movies and shows and stuff that he was in but obviously none to the uh to the fame that that gilligan's island made him become yeah um I mean, he was on a like he was on uh, my favorite Martian, if you remember that, and a lot uh-huh. of it's just like you know one-offs and type things, like uh, Perry Mason. Oh wow! Uh, he was on the Lucy Show. He was on Maverick. Okay. He was on the Andy Griffith Show. Um, Gunsmoke, Rawhide, hmm. um, a couple other Bonanza. Um, 
I mean, a lot, a lot of shows. Okay. Um, Cheyenne is in there. Wow. The Gene Autry show way back. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Guns, Gunsmoke. Um, he was on an episode of Batman, believe it or not. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Green Acres. I mean. But obviously the big one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, That's wow. what I'm saying. But like this, he was just on. He had an episode in The Love Boat in the late 70s. Um, you know what? Who yeah, did was... not have an episode on The Love Boat if you were an actor <laughs> in the 70s? Um, I keep on hearing. I'm a big fan of Adam Carolla. I listen to his podcast every single mm-hmm. day that he um, airs it, and mm-hmm. um, and he's a a diehard Love Boat fan. He'll watch. Oh yeah, yeah. He watches um, reruns like daily, and then uh, he's uh, his best friend is Doctor Drew, yep. and uh, and he always will call Doctor Drew and start doing like little Love Boat references with him, and <laughs> and it drives Doctor Drew crazy to the you know where it's like what the heck is going on here, and um, yeah, so it's kind of funny, um, you know that. Uh, yeah, the love boat. Everybody, everybody is uh, has been there at some time or another. Just to finish up a couple other TV shows he was on. He had um these are these are late eighty version now. We got Murder She Wrote. Oh. We got Magnum PI. We got okay. Simon and Simon. Okay. Um, Growing Pains. Oh wow! What did he play on Growing Pains? He was the cabbie, so I don't know. Ah, but, uh, okay. But here's a funny one. He was on Alf. Oh, he he played his character on Alf, Skipper Jonas. Did he really? Oh, that's hilarious! <laughs> Must so, have been like uh, a flashback or something. Yeah, that's what I'm situation. thinking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then and then he quite has he quite has uh, has quite the uh, the films that he was in too. Like uh, you know, amazing. Just I mean, I I'm not going to go through and listen like I did with TV there, but I mean, his first film back in 1933. Um, so that would have made him what twelve years old. Yeah, and uh, all the way up till eighty-seven. Wow! And a movie called Back to the Beach. Okay. So, uh, what a what a <clears throat> span, right? Yeah, yeah. That is interesting. Um, yeah, his last television episode was eighty-eight. So let's say his career started from what did I say thirty-three when he was twelve. To, so yeah. 12 yeah so 33 to 88 so 55 years wow. in the business hmm. that's incredible yeah um <laughs> and and think about that too like color tv is obviously taken for granted in fact i think tv in general is taken for granted today okay, yeah. You're um right. You're because right. I'm sitting down here. Um, I'm actually what I call the theater room where I'm doing the podcast, and I have a, a TV that I installed that I put in the house when we built the house, which was back in 2003. And this yeah. TV is, um, I th- let me think, it's um, it's 55 or 60 inch TV, and okay. uh, back in the day, back 17, 18 years ago, that was over. That's an eleven hundred dollar TV. You yeah. know, today you buy that same 60-inch TV and you're spending only $300. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. it's just... And it takes and it takes up about half the room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, that, and the TV that I buy today, I can literally 
carry it in like a suitcase and uh yeah just hanging on the wall and and moving around when you're dusting whatever you know and uh yeah it's just uh it's just kind of interesting tvs that were bigger back then like they were part of your furniture yeah they were (laughs) yeah they were i know i'm i'm really thinking like what the heck am i gonna do with this tv when it dies because I don't know how I'm going to take it out because I sort of built the wall around it. <laughs> oh, jeez. You're going to have to make a new wall. I am. I think I will. Um, You're lucky that thing hasn't died on you yet, honestly. I know. It's a projection TV, too. It's um, high def. So you have, I mean, change, you have to change the bulbs and everything in it then? or I don't know. It never mm-hmm. has died on me. Um, I okay. mean, we don't. It's not, it's not one of those TVs that we watch and use every day. It's just right special events like super bowl and and such right in fact uh this past super bowl i didn't even watch it down here we watched it we watched it on our tv upstairs so well i think what you i think what an idea for you would be to probably uh if, if you ever move on from that tv there just to finish that wall off and make it all flat and use a projection paint and just put a projection um like a projection monitor like, like on your oh. uh, on your ceiling Oh you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah! I know exactly what you mean. Make it as big as the entire wall if I wanted to. I guess if you wanted to, yeah, yeah absolutely. Well, don't you do something similar to that when you do your outside movies, don't you? Yeah, yeah. The oh man, I can't wait for those days to come back. <laughs> the warm weather. <laughs> we'll have to have you guys out sometime. Uh, yeah, that'd be neat. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, we do uh, outdoor movies in the summer. Where uh, in fact, I have two big giant wooden poles installed into the ground in my backyard and then i mm-hmm. just hook it a like a giant white tarp mm-hmm. and i have a projector and i have a sound system and uh yeah and we uh and we play movies outdoors it's a lot of fun it's a lot of movies fun. on the mountain yep movies in the mountains oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you could probably be charging people right now for that. You know what? I can be, right? And and trust me, and we I think we've talked about this. This is this is one of my dreams one day is to be able to bring back a drive in movie theater to this area. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Yeah. Maybe I should do that. Maybe I should start a crowdfunding thing where GoFundMe. Yeah, a GoFundMe. See how much money I can raise because because it it would be an expensive project. Uh, number one, the land by itself, I would have to purchase, and that would be a lot of land. But I do know right. where I would get the land from. By the way, there's a piece. Yeah, of, you and I talked. Yeah, you and I talked about that before. Yeah, but you you said you weren't sure if it was for sale, though, right? Um, I don't think it's for sale, but it's. I, I bet you you offer the right number, people will be like, oh, you know what? <laughs> an old an old wrestler used to say. Everybody's got a price. <laughs> Do you know who that wrestler was? Oh, the Million Dollar Man. Absolutely. Oh, yes. Yep. What was his name? Yep. Danny or something? Ted, or uh, Ted DiBiase. Ted DiBiase, yes. Yep. I do remember that now. Ted DiBiase, yep. <laughs> uh, he, was, he was funny. Um, yeah, the good old days of wrestling, man. Oh, um, I know. Yeah, so Alan Hale Jr., what a career he had and, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. Can't believe he would have been a hundred years old today. I know. Well, well, March eighth, I guess. But, yeah, March eighth, he would have been a hundred years old. That's incredible. Yeah, it is. Um, just time flies, man. <laughs> I know. I know. The innocent days, though. The innocent days of TV. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
it turned out to be a three-hour tour, right? <laughs> yeah, what was supposed to be a three-hour tour, I should say. Yeah, I was going to say it was supposed to be a three-hour tour, and and I think that show was shot in uh, Hawaii, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, was it really? I think so, but I'm not 100% I think, sure. I think when we had Andy on before, I think he told us something about that. I think he did. I think it was Hawaii. Yeah. I think you're right. And you're, and you're referring to Andy Worley, who, um, yep. who we uh, talked to... I forget when that was. Um, Jeez, that was early. Yeah, that was, that was like probably... maybe September ish, maybe even earlier. I think it was earlier than that. Okay. Yeah. And um, yeah, when we talked to him, his uh, his godfather was the uh, professor on Gilligan's Island. Mm-hmm. So yep. and uh, and I guess uh, I guess that guy he was from the professor was from the Philadelphia area. So yeah, yeah, and, and there was a lot of history there, right? Yeah. Because, um, Andy's what was it? Andy's grandfather or uncle or his something? His uncle Purple? and his dad. Yeah. His uh, well, his uncle and his dad both fought in World War Two. Yeah, and his uncle was part of uh, the uh, you know the the Enola Gay campaign. Right. You know, which yeah. was the plane that dropped the atomic bomb, and so yeah, definitely he has a lot yeah. of uh, military history and and such. Yeah. Look, look up his. Um, his episode that we had, and uh, I'm trying to go back and find it here. Real I think quick. it's called "Don't Be a Tunnel Rat." Uh, oh yeah, you're right. You're right. That is what it's called. Yeah. Um, that was a funny story too. My God. Yeah, it was. <laughs> oh, that's. They said I could be a tunnel rat. Yeah, that no, was like, oh, this sounds like fun. And he didn't realize that being a tunnel rat meant he had to go through tunnels and basically find underground bombs and people yeah. and yeah. <laughs> probably not come back out, right? And yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, and the life expectancy was really minimal from what he was right. saying. So, <laughs> okay, um, yeah, I'm going back in the episodes here now to try to find it. So this would have been, oh, it's called "Don't Be a Rat," especially a tunnel rat. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, so it was June 28th. June oh 28th. wow. So, okay. Yeah. I thought it was pretty early. Yeah. So. yeah I was gonna say it's like a month after we got started. Yeah. Jeez. Yep, so, uh, Gunnery. Guns, Master Gunnery guns. Sergeant. Was it Master Guns or Sergeant Guns? What they call them? Master Guns. Master Guns. Yeah, Master Guns, yeah. Yep. So I thought it was. <laughs> so, yeah, look that episode up. Um, you know, hear a little bit about Gilligan's Island and hear a little bit about, uh, you know, Gay and, and all that. That was interesting. And then learn about his background, uh, you know. Shaping the youth, right? Yep. Yeah, definitely. Uh, he, he's retired now, but he still he still does like speaking engagements. In fact, he'll even go to our local high school and talk uh, mm-hmm. to uh, one of the classes, uh, Mr. Hess's class, not um, Mr. Dan Hess, if you remember him. Yeah. Yep. So, yep. Uh, yeah, so he'll go to his class and do some speaking engagements and, uh, and back to his old school in the Philadelphia area as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I had both both of the Hesses, both the Hess brothers there at the, at school. Oh, okay. Well, the uh, the other Hess was he he was still a teacher, like a student teacher. It was his first year as a student teacher there. Oh, really? Uh huh. Yeah. Your, what during your senior year? My senior year. Yeah, he was the assistant baseball coach too that year. Okay. So All right. um, yeah, and uh, yeah, he was. Uh, he was really cool, and and I really appreciated him because uh, his dad 
was uh, my baseball coach, one of my baseball coaches at Fredericksburg oh, Senior I didn't Legion. That. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, Kenny Hess was okay. his name. And I, so. think, I think I think the Hess teachers are cousins, correct? If I'm mis- not mistaken. You I know what? Cousins. I think you're right, but I'm not 100 percent sure. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what it is. I think they're cousins. Yeah, I got. I'm, they were both great teachers. I got along with both of them. Yep. Um, yeah, they were. Um, Daryl was a little bit more. Um, my wheelhouse type you know what i mean yeah yeah like he, he was like the he would get into sports and he'd even talk <laughs> wrestling with us and you know that kind of oh stuff, wow you know, and, that's great you know what i mean um well where yeah dan was uh he was more of a character like he, he would joke around a lot and uh you know but but I, I tell you what though i learned a lot and to this day one of the favorite classes i ever took was his class when he taught a pennsylvania garage class oh okay uh, yeah 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 i remember that class i had that as well yeah and we did like a whole marking period uh maybe it seemed like a whole marking period maybe it wasn't but mm-hmm. it, it was uh, on the blue light six. Oh wow yeah that was really cool yeah yeah i have a so, i have a book on the blue eyed six that's something we should talk about one day troy on this show yeah absolutely. Um, because yeah. uh that is a really interesting story that's basically where these guys um really try well they they murdered somebody for their insurance yeah, money well, what was it back in the 1850s maybe, i think or? so i think so yeah. and i know exactly i know exactly where it took place too the uh mm-hmm. the stream and everything back in the back in the um gold mine area i guess you can say mm-hmm. and um yeah back, back near where ford indian town gap is uh-huh. for the people that are out of our area oh yeah yeah i was a huge fan of them of the blue eye in fact i still am this their their story is interesting where they basically they murdered somebody for their insurance money and uh yep. and before they did that they made sure that they got their names on that insurance policy so that they would receive the money and uh and then they were I th- I think they were all hanged if I'm not mistaken. Uh five of them. Yeah, five of the six, okay. The, one, one of them got acquitted. Um okay. And I don't I don't remember why, but one of them got acquitted. Okay. Um uh so actually it says it was actually in July of 80, of 78, 1878. Mhm. And um I don't know if if they were indicted in 1879 but i think the murder happened in 1878 and they were finally indicted in, in 1879 mm-hmm. okay but yeah you know what? What? yeah I mean, why don't we say why don't we save that story um we will yeah we, gotta, we definitely gotta talk about that but that's it's so interesting to me to think that you could just take out an insurance policy on whoever you wanted to take it out on yeah like, yeah you mean kind of like my wife has on me is what you're saying yeah <laughs> I'm oh, worth I'm worth a million dollars dead. Uh so you, you know, we'll get into this more when we talk about the story, but this is just the guy that they would see at the local watering hole, as you would say. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And they're like, that guy doesn't look like he's doing too good. Let's get an insurance policy on him and wait till he dies, and then you know, you'll hear more about the story when we talk about it. But, uh-huh. uh, it's just crazy to think you could just some random stranger you don't even know and you just get an insurance policy. Yeah. And you know what? You just gave me a good idea, Troy. I'm gonna I'm going to try to contact the person who wrote that book that I have. Okay. That is a good uh, idea. Yeah. And then see if they would be willing to talk about it because, yeah, it it is really an intriguing story that I think uh, no matter where you live, it would be of interest just to hear how Absolutely. that worked. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah. That, 
yeah, maybe we'll maybe uh, you know we'll, we'll try to get in touch with the, the book writer. There's also somebody that did, that did a documentary on it, uh, a film. Uh-huh. I don't know if we could talk to them. I think it was the Kreider brothers or something like oh, that. Oh, okay. Um, so maybe we could talk to them. Possibly, I don't know. Yeah, give me the details. Um, we'll we'll make it. We'll we'll call them. Yeah, I'll try to look into it. And um, but yeah, I mean. We'll try to line that up, but if we can't get any lined up, we'll just talk about it ourselves. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, because I think we have a we have enough of info information about it, and yeah, uh, we can find out for sure. Yeah, um, you know, and, and as we talk about it, I think things will come back to my mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, there's even there's even a love triangle in there, kind of, and okay, it's interesting. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So. Uh, but yeah, um, I know we're getting to that time, Troy, where you know you probably need to go to Starbucks and get that coffee. So, <laughs> well, they're probably closed. Oh well, yeah, that's true. So you're really, yeah, you're really screwed over. Um, <laughs> oh my! Uh, but hey, yeah, you know what? I just thought about what's that? Um, before we close out here, if we can't get any like the book writer or. Um, the movie guys or whatever on. Yeah. I think you get Mr. Heslin. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I bet you he'd be willing. I bet you. I bet you. Okay. Yeah. That's a good one. So let's keep that in mind. If, 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 uh, if those other guys fall through. Yeah, definitely. Or maybe we can even have a little hodgepodge of all of them somehow. Heck know. yeah. Why not? And, uh, you know what else too is like, it's kind of funny cause with Mr. Hess, who is, you know, probably, you know, maybe an expert on the story. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, every time I go into that school, um, even this many years later, he still re- remembers me. It's just, Get out of here. it's just interesting. So, so you had him as a teacher. I had him as a teacher, Dan Hess. Yeah. Okay. So I didn't realize, I don't know how much older he is than Daryl, but he must've been pretty, must've been pretty close to the beginning of his career when you had him, I'm thinking. You know what? I wonder, that's a good question. Um, but yeah, he's uh, he was an amazing teacher, very caring teacher. I remember very, yeah. very yeah. empathetic, genuine person, uh, yeah. and uh, always been a big fan of his. And uh, yeah. it's funny because I was going through some of my old stuff um, the other week, and I came across uh, an old um, report that I had to do in his class in Pennsylvania Heritage, and I did a report on Pittsburgh of all things. You know, and uh, and I got an A plus on that report, and for whatever reason, I saved that for you know. And every once in a while, I look back on it, and and just even just to read his comments on like mm-hmm. on uh, every he put time and effort into everything he did, and I'm sure he still Absolutely, does today. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, he uh, yeah, I liked him a lot. I liked him as a mm-hmm. teacher a lot. Definitely, um, he made things he made things fun. And uh, like you said, you could tell definitely tell there was a compassion there. What he, he cared about, what he was doing, not just what he was doing, yep. but the people he was teaching to, you know. Yep. Um, Very true. Yeah, he's a good person. So yeah, I mean, I'd I'd love to try to catch up with him if we can somehow or another. Yeah, I agree. So, I don't want we'll to try to get some contact info there somehow. Sounds like a plan. All right. Well, so, hey Troy, I need my Starbucks. Yep, you need to go get your Starbucks. I see you getting a little jittery over there, and. Uh, and uh, if they do, if they are closed, if you can please post something, you know, that would be. Oh, absolutely. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, until uh, next week. And you know what? Let's try to make next week our uh, our Blue Eyed Six Day. Well, let's try it. You know, yeah. let's uh, let's let's promote the heck of it, at the heck out of it this week. And uh, 
and see if we can uh, get some people lined up for us. Okay. All right. Well, hey, until next week, Troy, you have a, a good rest of the day and a good week, and we'll talk to you later. Stay tuned. Thank you for listening to another episode. Please like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at StayTunedTNH. Email us, StayTunedTNH at gmail.com. And uh, whichever podcast avenue you're listening to us on, Google, Apple, Spotify, uh, please subscribe, share, rate, and review. And until next week, stay tuned.